0: You're listening to the Unzip Podcast with hosts Shakira Shanae and Mary L. A podcast for women by women who are unapologetic, real, and unzipped. Join them for open and honest conversations every week. Get ready to get unzipped. What's, What's up, up, Unzip, Unzip Squad? Squad? Welcome back to the Unzip Podcast. We are your hosts, Shakira Shanae. And Mary L. This week has been crazy.
1: Yes, I have to agree, yes.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness, there has been so much that's going on in social media, like I can't even keep up every time I'm on Instagram and there's like a picture that goes by, I'm like, oh God, what is this picture about? Like, is this person okay? Did they die? Did they, you know, like
1: what... Yeah, like what alarming news is going to happen next? And you know, several things went on this past, um, you know, weekend that had us like, oh, my gosh. Um, I First, um, John Lewis um, passed uh, away. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So rest in peace. He definitely was a pioneer and activist for our community. And, you know, rest in peace. And thank you for having those shoulders for us to, to stand on. So, Yeah that hurt me a lot. I met him actually here in Atlanta at the airport last year.
0: I saw that you posted yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so that was pretty cool and he was just like kind of cool and, you know, laid back. And then um what about what's going on with Kanye? Like
0: Girl. Oh, I don't even know. Like uh First of all, I know that he was talking about running and to be honest, like, I, I really didn't pay that much attention because I was like, Kanye is not running. That's
1: a distraction. That's
0: Yeah. Like, he's just talking like how he always do. And he's not actually going to go through with it. So when I saw the video of him at what was supposed to be, I guess, his his uh, rally. Yeah. I was like, what in the hell is going on? Like, at this point, nobody's even talking about the fact that you're running. Everybody's talking about you having this mental breakdown. And it was very clear to me. I mean, I've always known that Kanye's like, you know, he's outspoken. He's very creative. He's on the edge and on the cusp of of anything, whether it be music, whether it be culture, whether it be, well, not culture, because he's been saying some shit that I'm just like, are you okay? Yeah. but music and and fashion, and so I've always known that he was very eclectic in that way. But when they used, they were talking about you know him being bipolar in the past, I was like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see that. But to see his breakdown, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is this is for real.
1: It's real, and I think there were signs before, and we'll talk about that on today's show. But. There were signs before, you know, with his depression after his mom and, you know, even through his music, he definitely, you know, shared his pain. And the average person don't know that, you know, he was probably dealing with depression. So, um, but to your point, Shakira, like the whole presidential thing, I was like, okay, this must be like some type of like... I don't know. I thought a joke, distraction. I was like, what well, is he in cahoots with Trump to do this, to yeah, sway the like, community? What? So it was different thoughts. And then to see uh, or to hear that he had like this emotional breakdown. And of course, you know, I'm all about, you know, being if you're a wife, don't put your business in the streets. And I know you were like, well, maybe Kim felt like she had to, but I feel like they recorded it like for their show. And I don't know if it's genuine or not, but it's like if with their resources that they have, it's like, why are you not getting this main help? You obviously see that, you know, and not to be funny, I don't want to use the term screws are loose because that's not fair. But if he is not up to mental capacity that he's used to, this is a red flag. So I feel like they could have kind of not they, but his wife should have tried to intervene when she saw that depression coming in you know
0: yeah I mean and my you know other side of that was thinking you know maybe she felt like she had to come to his defense and talk from more of a what would you say publicities yeah yeah but you know talk from more of a I guess right mind standpoint or an educational standpoint on what it is that he's going through and um you know he's clearly not in his right mind to speak for himself but she's trying to you know as girlfriends as wives I think sometimes when our husbands make the, the you know sometimes they'll you go into a party with some friends and they m- make a joke and you're looking at them like that shit is not funny like why would you do that why would you right. say that so you try to cover it up yeah. in front of everybody at the party because you don't want them to see this thing that he might have said and say that's who he is yeah so I was wondering if maybe her Coming out with her statement, um, she's able to really break down uh, what he's going through, basically saying like, hey, you know, we've been dealing with this for some time and I've always, she said in her um, statement, that I've always made a choice to keep it private because at the end of the day, this is my husband, this is the father of my children, and I don't want this to be something that we display for the public to see but he is the one that is acting out in the public now kind of airing out what's really going on right so i think you know she was just coming from a protective standpoint but because she is kim kardashian of course people are going to say is this a part of you know
1: yeah yeah it's a part of the show or the publicity or yeah you know, or that Jenner, Chris, you know, Kardashian curse. That, that curse. Yeah, that, that all they the guys. talk about. But speaking of, too, something that was very, very shocking to me was Tamar Braxton. Over the weekend, I don't, I'm pretty sure you guys heard, but if not, her fiance or boyfriend actually called the ambulance because she was found unresponsive. And one of his statements, he said that she had a lot of alcohol and drugs. So obviously, they said it was an attempt for suicide right. or attempted suicide. Right. Um. So that was very shocking. But you know, when I think about it, I'm like, we. This is. I. I am hap- Not happy at the situations, but celebrities. I don't care how much money you have. If you have some issues that you have to deal with, you know, it's it, it's it's inevitable. You money can't you know make My that go away. Yeah. Make that go away. So, you know, on today's show, we hope if anything that comes across is is that, you know, if you have anything that, you know, you feel like you're out of character or you feel alone or different signs that we'll talk about today, that it's nothing wrong with you it is absolutely nothing wrong so we hope on today's episode you guys are um, open if it's not for yourself it could be for a loved one that we can shed a little bit of light uh, on a a topic that's so taboo and that is mental um, illness in the minority and especially in the black community as well
0: yeah so let's get into it let's get unzipped
1: let's get unzipped
0: So as we mentioned on today's episode, we really wanted to take a deep dive into mental illness. I think this is something that we've all kind of had to deal with in different uh, different capacities. You know, sometimes it's more deep depression for someone. Sometimes it might be a, just a, a bad day, um, a bad week, a bad month. And then I think it starts to build to the point where you realize that you're kind of moving in a depressed state um, and... To Mary's point, I think it's something that a lot of times we try to cover and we try to act like everything is okay. And I was actually listening to a podcast today and, you know, uh, they said it's so crazy because sometimes when you see that someone has committed suicide, you read about it on social media, you hear about it um, through your friends or family or whatever the case may be the last couple of pictures sometimes is them saying oh life is great i'm so happy love of my life you know so happy to be with my kids and so you assume that everything is great yeah. you know cuz that's yeah. what we're seeing on the outside that's what you're that's what you're depicting for people to see and you have no idea what someone's really going through and so she was saying on the podcast you know even with your strongest friends or your strongest family members you always want to just ask like, hey, just reaching out. I know Mary does this to me all the time. Hey, just checking on you. Like if I told her about something that really pissed me off or I'm going through something or whatever the case may be, she's like, hey, just checking on you. And I think that's so important. No matter how strong you think the person is, you should always reach out.
1: Absolutely. And that's, um, you know, a lot of us don't do. And I just want to talk about a couple different signs if you're feeling this way, or if you have a girlfriend or, you know, a boyfriend or a guy friend, um, there are certain signs. And to your point, I think about Anthony Bourdain, was it last year or the year before last, where he committed suicide, but you saw him you know, so happy and traveling the world and you would Spade. Kate Spade. I was just about to say that that was such Uh, a shock. It was a shocker. And, but think about this has been happening for a long time. And, you know, I'm not sure if our listeners know who Phyllis Hyman, you know, the great singer, and she committed suicide. And to me, if you know her music, her pain was through her music. So me now looking back, I'm like, okay, there were signs there. So I think it's important for us, like you said, Shakira, to your point, if you have a friend and you know they may be going through something, like, let me just kind of listen and just, you know, say, hey, how are you? And, you know, just let them know that somebody cares about you.
0: Yeah. And I think, too, that those are the those types of triggers that and we'll talk about triggers a little bit later when we really break down, you know, the five steps or the five exercises to really help you know relieve that anxiety that turns into depression. I know we wanted to dive in some some things that really can um, kind of keep us abreast to the to if we have a friend or family member that might be going through this, or if we might be going through this ourselves. And those are those trigger questions that you may ask yourself, or you hear someone asking themselves or talking about that that takes you to that state of depression, and that you know. Will my situation ever change? Will I ever be good enough? Is this pain of life too hard to bear? Those types of emotions and those types of feelings is what makes one feel like there is no point
1: in living. that,
0: That it's just too hard. It's too much. And if I was gone, I wouldn't be able to feel this pain. I wouldn't cause someone this pain. Their lives would be better without me. And so I think that those triggers can sometimes come in a very... Um, show themselves to be a very powerful and big, you know, thing where yeah. you are asking yourself this a lot of times throughout the day, or is it something where you just, it, it passes your mind, you know, yeah. every month or two, you know, I think no matter how big, it's something that to really take notice of. I know you were going to let us know.
1: Yeah, definitely some signs to look yeah. for, but just to kind of piggyback off what you said, You know, I can speak for, from myself that on the outside, I, you know, would, you know, post my pictures or, you know, in my work life or through my friendships and family. And everyone always said, you know, Mary, you're so strong. And I would put those Mickey Mouse ears on, but inside I was actually going through so much. I would find myself, you know, maybe breaking down in the car and have to fix my makeup, but then Mickey Mouse never comes out you know, without his ears on. So I'm like, you know what, I have to show the world I'm strong. So I think the most strongest people sometimes, you know, I don't want to say are the weakest, but they, they go through things just because a person appears strong. And just like you said, like Kate Spade, or, you know, um, Anthony Bourdain, different people that appear to be like, wow, you know, on an individual, like, you know, just not being a celebrity, like, we have those same like like you said on Instagram you know hey life is wonderful or they'll post a picture of them and their kids or husband and then the next thing you know like what happened and they took their life and Mm -hmm. you know it's a highlight reel yeah it it, it really is and you know before you know if you if you hear stories about suicide there's the letters and now you don't hear often about a letter because it's a post post and a post that you miss. And now as a society, our, you know, our, I would say communication to the world is through our socials.
0: So awareness, we really wanted to dive into awareness around mental health and different things that you see yourself doing or you may see in a friend or family member um, that really lets you know like, hey, maybe I need to take a take a beat and really assess how I'm feeling, assess how I think my friend could be feeling and lend a helping hand. So let's dive into those.
1: Yes, yes. And also before we dive in, I just want to say right now with COVID and the world changing rapidly and we had no time pr- to prepare there are a lot of people who've never dealt with depression before that they say they we have more suicides. We have more people who are just, you know, lost right now because we are dealing with something we never yeah, had. Unseen so, times. Yeah. Yeah. So that will on our tips today or not even tips, but just things to look out for. Now is really the time because a lot of people are losing jobs. They're losing income. They're in the house with their spouse, so they may be on the verge of divorce. They may be more physical abuse, which we spoke about before. A lot of things that they the person may be dealing with and they don't have a job to go to to kind of talk to the co-worker to escape.
0: Exactly. So exactly. now
1: is really the time, guys, to kind of just set back while we have more time, whether if you're working or not, um, just to kind of like see how you can, um, you know, maybe understand someone. You know? Yeah. And and just, you know, I, I, I think about the movie Joker. Have, have you seen the movie Joker? hmm That movie, to me, if you guys have not seen it on, you know, we're talking about mental illness and depression. That movie, to me, really, really kind of gave us a synopsis of a person that's going through depression. And when you see a person and you look at them, like, maybe they're, like, what I would call, like, emo. Or they're, you know, just kind of, like... I don't want, like, an introverted person. If you watch that movie, it really makes you kind of understand how we can have an effect on them just by being nice, like that person that's, you know, walking down the street and we laugh at because they look crazy. They are, you know, they're suffering with the Joker depression. And that's not a medical term, but, you know, I just wanted to, you know, point that out because that was a movie that really made me like, wow, like, I need to pay attention.
0: To your point, I feel like with COVID happening and us living in these unforeseen times I truly believe that these triggers are now more alarming than they have ever been because you know you'd have you know parents going to work that would give them that little break from you know their kids or the kids going to school you have you know you going to work so you're away from your husband for a little bit you and sometimes depending on where you work that is your escape that is your moment to feel like you're away from your home life and so not having those outlets can definitely you know
1: have an effect on yeah. your mental I mean think about all the women right now who work well, still are career women but not able to go out and work and now they have become school teachers yeah. and they don't have the patience and not that you're not a good mom but that's not your thing so you're finding yourself with kid your children all day Doing something that you necessarily are not trained to do. And, you know, of course, as a mother, you're going to educate your child, but you send them to school because someone was patient enough, you know, they were passionate en- enough, and they understand the fundamentals of teaching. You may not have that. So think about the depression that that mother may be going through. Yeah. You know, think about that, you know, husband who's always been the breadwinner in the home. And, all of a sudden, his industry collapsed, so he's not able to bring that comfort to his family. You know, maybe look at signs that hey, maybe he's going through depression as well, and it's not a bad thing. So now, to your point, I'm um, Shakira. This, I think, is the most pivotal time for us to kind of sit back and maybe your normal has went back because some careers are oh, we're back at work, we're wearing masks, but it's not some people they're lazy because obviously there are certain people who are making more money on unemployment than they did. But just think about the person who, you know, had a career and they love going to their jobs every day. And that was taken away from them in the blink of an eye In the yeah. blink of an eye. So, you know, I, I hope today's show will give you a little more awareness and even if not just awareness, but understanding of how you possibly can make a difference or if yourself, okay, maybe I need to reach out. So, We'll go ahead and dive into that list of certain signs that maybe you can look out for. Again, we're not professional doctors, but just with our research and us knowing what people we know have been affected by depression or our personal struggles with depression, um, you can just kind of say, okay. You know they are acting a little bit different
0: so i think what's really important when we're talking about awareness is realizing and understanding what your triggers are um even in friendships i really take account to You know, in the first month to three months of a friendship, you start to understand by talking to a person, you know, communicating with them on a daily or weekly basis. What are those different things that are triggers for them that kind of gets them into that agitated state? And I do the same thing for myself. And I think it's really important to understand, okay, this is a trigger for me that sends me into an emotion that evokes anxiety or sometimes depression. And I, I love when I'm scrolling on social media and I see someone say, hey, you know, I've been gone for a week, two weeks, because I really needed to take a beat. yeah, To really just focus on myself, my family, self-love, because the constant social media, you know, was a, was too much for me. And you know what? I usually see that in more um, influencers and celebrities yes. starting to do that. I don't really see that in everyday people. And I think it's really important you know they're doing that because they realize that the constant comparison, the constant providing this content, the constant trying to look professional, perfect, aesthetically pleasing to us. Yes. That's a lot of stress and anxiety that comes from that. And Absolutely. we may feel that as moms, as wives, as businesswomen that constant need to provide something. Someone's always waiting for you. But you're waiting for you, too. So you have to understand what those triggers are that takes you and spirals you into um, different things.
1: Obviously, we find our strengths in different aspects, right? And I feel like the people who have attempted suicide or who um, maybe have not got to that point but maybe depressed, they may not have that same tenacity or they may not have that same drive. So I would just say that... You know, of course we're all different, but if you are noticing yourself, you know, you have a situation that you typically could handle and all of a sudden, bam, you were the one who always figured everything out. You're the person that everyone calls to fix things. Now you're in the situation where you really don't know what the hell you're going to do. And let's speak about so many head of households, single moms, married couples who now, their kids are looking at them and they don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. So that could send you into a state of this person was always what we call normal, but all of a sudden, you know,
0: they're falling apart, they're
1: falling apart or you don't hear from them or, you know, so these are some of the things that, you know, we have to kind of just be cognizant of even for ourselves. Like it's okay if you don't have it figured out. If 2020 has really show me anything and a lesson that I feel like I'm learning is that not only I, I always know where my source came from, number one, and I always knew who was in control. But I always say God is the pilot and um, I'm the co-pilot. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm not even in the cockpit right now.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. that right there has put me into a state of, OK, what's next? I don't know. So my whole point of saying is that someone who has never physically or, you know, mentally has shown you that they are suffering, like Kanye West, obviously, or, um, well, let's use Tamar Braxton. Like, okay, of course, she shaved her head, which to me is just an expression of her beauty, Mm -hmm. but went through a divorce. But to hear that she attempted suicide, that's like alarming. Why? Because she had that present, like you said. She was always strong, Um, And now everybody's like, oh, my God, I didn't know. Well, you know what? Today, we hope you learn that certain things that you see them doing, maybe it's behavior um, changes. My suggestion is just to simply offer to listen and just say, hey, do you want to talk about like, how are you doing today? How's your day? And then be consistent with it. And just listen. Don't give advice. Just listen. I'm here for you. I would be, I I I, a hundred percent, I, I can't say a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure that person will really appreciate before they get to that point to say, someone cares about me. So we spoke about the different triggers, obviously situational COVID being one of them. Um, and we also spoke of um, acknowledgement um, to acknowledge whether if you're the person that's actually going through this, or if you see a family member, friend, spouse, you acknowledge the different patterns, the different um, behavior changes, or that something is is not right. So I think that falls under, you know, acknowledgement. And um, Shakira, what will you say that the third one will be? I, you
0: touched on it, actually, and that is finding your person. You know, you, you spoke on when you see that behavior in someone else, Definitely make sure you reach out. And I think when you see those behaviors in yourself, when you see those triggers that you have, and then you acknowledge, like, you know what, this is something that I know once I think it, once I feel it, once I see it, it takes me to that point. I'm acknowledging that. Do I have someone around me that I know I can rely on to? help motivate me to not stay in that place we're all gonna feel down like that's normal that's life but do you have someone that you know if you pick up the phone and you call them or you text them they can help you um you know remember or pinpoint that best part of you that you actually love Mm -hmm. and they can help you get out of that place for me that's my mom that's my sister that's you i know if i call you, you're like, okay, Like I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to hear you out. I'm going to hear you out. And when I say, okay, so now what? I know you're that person that's going to say, listen, you a bad bitch.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like you know, you know who you are. You
0: know who you are. You know what you can do. You are a boss, babe, and you got this. And you need those people around you to remind you, like, come on. That's why there's coaches. That's why those there's those motivating people in your corner that say, this is not your best self. And Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Now let's talk about if you don't have that. Because so that's you, a reality too. It's a Some reality. people don't have that in their corner.
1: Absolutely. And I would say that most people that are actually going through it, sometimes you don't even want to reach out to your person because fear of judgment. Yeah. And, um, you know, just in the minority community, Um, we definitely still have this, I would say, stigma that if we feel this way, we don't want to talk to our person. So we just wanted to share with you a few different resources that if you don't feel like you necessarily want the judgment, and I think if you take that away, actually, the judgment will not be from your person. I think but mental depression and anxiety will kind of make you feel like, I don't want to talk to you know, my girlfriend about it or my wife about it. Um, There are resources that are anonymous that you have, you know, skilled clinicians and psychiatrists and a phone number that I would love you guys to kind of jot down is a suicide prevention line. And it's totally anonymous and you can, I don't care how you're feeling. If you feel like you're at the end of that rope, um, I would say um, to dial 1-800-273 8255. And also remember, if you're not the type of person who want to get on the phone, there are resources on Google. Type in, I'm feeling depressed. Do you have a group? Go on Facebook. And whether if you're a woman or a man, just type in, you know, women coping with depression, mothers coping with depression, dads, husband, father, sister. There's always a community out there. And just know that you're not the only person that you know, is, you're not the only person going through this. And I would say the last point is to find, now that we've identified, you know, the awareness, the triggers, also um, the resources, if you're going through, find your happy place. Yeah. And you may not, you may have to dig deep inside to find your happy place. But my my advice is always start with gratitude. Gratitude to me helps me feel like okay I might have the shittiest deck of cards that has been dealt to me and but I'm grateful to God for this. Yeah, I'm grateful absolutely. for this. Um whether if it's meditation, whether if it's prayer, the gym, the gym, yes, just being in nature. Um whatever you can find inside yourself if you don't feel like okay I'm necessarily to the point where I need to call a hotline or I need to talk to someone. Just start off with, you know, gratitude, things that make you happy, fall in love with yourself. I am personally going through where I am falling in love with me. And it has been so healing and therapeutic. And I have dealt with situational depression in the past from, you know, postpartum depression that a lot of women deal with. And you hear about these stories of these horrific crimes, but You never know what that person's psyche was. You understand? So you have situational depression, um, which I suffered from when I lost my mother. I just, my world collapsed. And this strong woman lost her strong woman. And I didn't know what to do. And, you know, then you have where, you know, there's chemical imbalances. And that's something that you definitely probably just want to be honest with your doctor. Hey, I'm not feeling myself. I'm not waking up in the morning like I used to early. I used to go to the gym or I lost interest in just different hobbies. Can you help me? Don't be afraid to ask for help. And if by doing that, you can then get to a place where, you know, you're finding your, I don't want to say finding your happy place, but that may be an element to help you get there.
0: Absolutely. I love all of that I think that's so important you know what you're saying the different type the different levels um, of depression Um, and I think that's so important that you uh, just going back to acknowledgement that you understand you know where you are and to your point you may not want to talk to someone but finding that happy place or finding that thing that you do that you say you remember I remember the last time I felt free I felt happy i felt relaxed was when i went and just sat at the lake or when i you know i know a lot of people like to go hike the mountain and just look over on the top and that kind of just puts everything back into perspective so i think finding that happy place is so good and i also wanted to touch on community too i know there's so many amazing facebook groups that i've been seeing that will some of them will just talk to your specific need yeah you know whether it be um grief whether it be parent, you know being a parent whether that be just focusing on just being a mom whether that be business whatever the case may be there's so many different outlets and I think you know when you get to a point where you want to accept help I think you start to open your mind to the different um platforms where you can get that help and You know, when you're on these groups, I know for a lot of people, it's normally not anyone they know, so they feel a little bit more comfortable just kind of speaking out about what they're going through because they don't feel like that judgment will be there, like if you're talking to your friend. So I think a community is a great place Um, that can be a happy place for some.
1: Yeah, happy and, and a safe space for them as well. So and lastly, actually digging deeper or delving into your spirituality. And we're just not talking about um, whether if it's Christianity, we're talking about it could be meditation. That's that place that you really, really sit. And it's a practice that makes you think and makes you patient. It could be listening to a a sermon. Mm -hmm. It It can be as simple as I know when I find myself feeling down, I pull up different motivational speakers to just give me that, okay, I'm listening. And it just calms my spirit. And then also too, um, it could just be like you said, going into nature. If you feel connected to nature, just going outside in the morning, you know, looking at everything that happens, happens in transition. We're just like the trees; we go through different seasons. Find whatever your connection. My whole point is find your connection. It doesn't have to look at look the same way as another person's connection. It could be meditation. It could be Um, prayer. It could be opening up that book that you just, that motivates you. Um, Just really. I love
0: that. And to piggyback off what you're saying too, it's like when you dig deeper, it's almost like developing this sense of maturity in in yourself you know there's going to be different levels to those feelings of anxiety or depression or feeling down It's you feeling down today in your 30s won't look like how it was when you felt down in your 20s or when you were a teenager obviously so it's almost like building that muscle and building that maturity when you're in that state and I think building that maturity or flexing that muscle allows you to be a little bit stronger because when you dig deeper, you start to pull pull that energy from a different source yeah. that's bigger than yourself. Whatever that is, find that source that is really going to put you into a, a different headspace and elevate you out of that that feeling of depression and anxiety. And two, if you have someone that you know that Um, is going through that, that's something great to offer. Like, hey, girl, do you want to go do yoga this weekend? Or is there something that you really want to do to just get away and feel, you know, just feel free and and get your mind off of it, off whatever it is that you're going through? I think, too, having awareness means offering those those different solutions to someone that you know, your child, your sister, your husband, your friend.
1: Absolutely, and... My motto going forward for this year is, how can I be of service to you? And it's okay to ask. And they may look at you like you're crazy because they have probably never had anybody ask them that except if they were, you know, at a restaurant or valet in their car or calling a concierge. But how can I be of service? Is it coming over, helping you watch your son for a little while while you're going to walk? Is it, you know, you know, like Shakira said, hey, do you want to go out for a glass of wine or... Hey, do you want to c- come over to my house and we catch up on Insecure? It could be anything. But yeah. keep in mind first, if you're not the person dealing with it, just be of service. Yeah. And if I leave with anything, know that you are important. And no matter what you're going through, you need to be here. People are relying on you and you matter. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if so, please make sure that you like And subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify. We're on all social platforms. And then head over to Facebook and join our group.
0: Yes, we are here for you on our group. So if you're looking for that community that we talked about earlier, we can definitely be that community for you. We are non-biased. We talk about everything under the sun. And it's all secret, ladies only. So come on over. We're waiting for you. And until next time. Cheers. Cheers.